podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 podcast. Apologies we are late, um, it's all down to Grizz, you know this because I've told you already, but I just thought I'd reaffirm that Grizz was celebrating Bayern Munich's win in the Champions League, he was texting Coutinho to congratulate him and he was texting Thiago to say welcome to Liverpool, so listen, we let him away with that seven minutes that He's he was late. Joking, <laughs> um, I didn't even bring cans tonight I'm just going to go canless tonight um, but with me I have Keith I have the aforementioned Grizz and I have got Chris Brack and we're going to talk about loads tonight Liverpool are back in pre-season they've won their first pre-season game there's a couple of injuries there's a couple of players that are impressed there's a couple of players that you're wondering has their situation changed and of course we have some transfer talk as well at some stage it'll it'll creep in as much as we will try to stay away from it it will creep in um, that's just the way it works. Um, starting off though, Liverpool are um, in pre-season training. They played the first game against Stuttgart yesterday um, in horrendous conditions, it has to be said, and come out with a 3-0 victory. Um, Keith, I'm going to come to you first. Just overall, to see Liverpool playing again, um, I, I know it's only a couple of weeks since they, they'd stopped, but it was great to see them back, wasn't it? And the new jersey looked a bizzle. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, it, it's only if it's not a proper pre-season, you know what I mean? We only finished a couple of weeks, but yeah, the new kits looked amazing. Um, this, the, the lineup was surprisingly strong as well for the start. Something you never see in a pre-season friendly, but I suppose this is the, the, the season that's in it, isn't it? There's no time really to, to mess about too much. So yeah, it was great to see them back and, and motoring and looking good and, you know, happy days. Good opposition, Stuttgart had a bad team. It was a decent run out in awful conditions. Yeah, the conditions for me, I was a bit worried because, really bad. you know, the, when you see when you see a team going into pre-season, you like to, you know, they're usually in warm weather training, that the pitches are mm. decent, except when you go to America and you're playing on baseball pitches. But yeah. the, it's, it's usually good, the pitches are good, the conditions are good. And but when I seen the fucking rain and all sorts going on yesterday, I thought someone's doing something bad here, someone's getting injured bad. But it, it turned out okay. Chris, to see them back, um, really, really good. And... There's only two preseason games we have um, before we play Arsenal in the Charity Shield. Uh, were you surprised at the, the strong lineup, or do you think it was just an indication of this is a very shortened preseason, and we're just going to have to literally instead of starting in neutral and going four second toward, we're going to have to probably start in fourth gear. Yeah, I think it's probably more of a latter. I think we've only had like two weeks off. Um, and to be fair, since they won the title, it, uh, they have kind of been playing in a bit of a pre-season mode. So, no, it didn't surprise me that much. It was probably quite nice for Klopp to actually have that many options to start uh, strong. But it gives you an indication of 
I think because the way that the season is next year being so congested, maybe it's just deciding we probably need to repeat last year, which is go hard early and get a lead and then try to see if you can hold on to your lead. Yeah, it, it probably is because I have a feeling he is going to go along the lines of getting out. I said a couple of weeks ago, I think we're going to come out of traps absolutely flying at this season. People have gone on about the, the extra week for Man City and Manchester United, but I don't think, I think that's a good thing for us. Um, it gets us a head start on a head start if possible. Grizz, um, I know you watched all the build up to the game, half time after it, um, all the analysis, you, 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 you trawled the internet for stuff on this game, but, were you happy with what you're seeing overall? Oh, yeah. Yeah, very happy. Um, it had to go strong, I believe, as well, just because of the nature of the preseason this year or the lack of it. Um, so, yeah, just, just a good 45 minutes for the sort of the, the first 11. Get their legs going. And then, um, you know, good to see a few of the youngsters do really well as well. So, overall, um, uh, Assuming, I'm sure there was no injuries. We didn't pick up any, any. no one went off. Not on top of what we already have, which we'll discuss in a bit. Yeah, but, but Hoover got injured apparently. Successful. So say again, Chris. Apparently, Keanu Hoover uh, rolled his ankle. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, any, yeah. That's, oh, any, no, so that's any nigga. That's that's no, first teams, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so, you know, um, overall, considering, as you said, the conditions were absolute chaotic, um, a good run out. Yeah, it was a good run out. Um, you know, we, we've obviously touched on, on the strength of the lineup, Keith, but I want to go through a couple of players that impressed. Um, I'll, I'll let you go, Keith. Who impressed you most? Probably looking from the first half. Um, from the first half, um, I thought Bobby looked lively enough. I thought, um, Nabby, Nabby started well. Um, they were the picks for me. I thought every, Everyone looked comfortable, but I was actually more impressed maybe with the second half. More, I don't know. It's, it's that whole thing about seeing new players, isn't it? That I was looking forward to the second half to get a glimpse of some of the players that, um, you don't see as often, you know what I mean? And mm. Simicas on top of that as well. So, but the first half, I thought Nabby and, uh, Bobby were probably the standouts for me. Mm. Um, Joe Robinson says that Thiago has just done a Hendo style lift um, of the European Cup uh, Thiago to Liverpool confirmed um, we'll, we'll have a little chat about him later um, it's just inevitable we, we will have a little chat about him yeah. later Grizz who impressed you? Overall or do you want to talk about that first Oh, half? you can go overall because I won't I, I restricted Keith there and I feel a bit bad for it so um, <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you start I'll let you go overall um, overall I thought Minamino impressed me a lot. Yeah. Mm. Um, Curtis Jones and Minamino were the standouts for me. I yeah, thought Curtis Jones in that first half sort of oozed confidence. Sort of, it was almost like, you know, I've arrived, I've had a good end to the season, and now I feel really part of this first 11. And, you know, his touches, his control, his, his demeanor, it showed. You know, he felt part of it. Um, Obviously, Klopp explained why he left Genie out of that first eleven natural number six for the second half with the injury to Hendo. Uh, but still, a massive vote of confidence for Jones. Um, you know, we always say we want to judge the youngsters when they're playing with the first team. You know, when they're playing yeah. with the likes of Fabinho, when the yeah. likes of playing with <laughs> Naby. Um, and he didn't look out of place. And as uh, as Keith says. Stuttgart were a very good opposition. You've got to remember, normally at this stage, we're playing 
you know, third third League Three team or League Two team. Uh, is there League Three? Did I just make that up? No, there's League. There's league the Championship two. League One and League Two, Chris. And then you're yeah, yeah. then you're then you're saying stuff like Vanarama and um, yeah. all sorts yeah. of stuff. Well, we're, we're normally playing. We're normally playing one of those, lot, aren't we? So this was quite a, a step up in uh, standard for a first game of the pre-season. I mean, I know circumstances are different. But yeah, good stiff test. Good, strong physical team it looked like. But um, we've really done well in atrocious conditions. I'm, you know, you've got to say again, the, you know, you could see Mo wasn't sprinting. Sadio was so uncomfortable with sprinting. You know, they were just sort of trying to get an even footing and sort of a firm footing and control the game. And I thought his touches, I thought Simicas on the ball was fantastic. Again, in those conditions. I mean, a Klopp alluded to his defensive uh, sort of, he's going to le- have to learn as a defensive strategy. But in terms of his touches and his control and, and just a clone of Robbo, you could see that in the energy. But yeah, Minimino, you know, just to end up on Minimino, I thought Minimino really showed that, you know, he's not the, he's not the new kid in the, in, in the class anymore. Again, just, but with different, with a difference, yeah. he was like sort of comfortable. I know, I've noticed that even in the training pictures and, you know, the footage of training, the training pictures, you will see that the Liverpool's Twitter feed will put out. Mina Mino looking a lot more involved, a lot more confident in, involved in the group, having the laugh with players where when you seen him towards the back end of the season, he was very quiet, very timid. Even when Liverpool lifting the league title, they literally had to tell him, listen, when you get in the picture, you know, get in here, um, where he felt as a bit of an outsider. But I think there's been a noticeable thing there. Chris, I want to know who impressed you, but there was a comment there earlier, um, and Alex says it feels a bit weird not playing Tramier. I know where you're coming from, uh, but uh, Chris, I come to, come to you, and, and I'll get on to obviously, as I said, the people that impressed you. But somebody said in the comments there earlier, the amount of players that look like they've bulked up, um, Naby Keita mm. being one in particular that looks like he's being bulked up. Is that is that something that you've noticed? Because I I have personally noticed. Where you go, fucking hell, they look like Salah looks like an absolute unit, you know, compared to the not he wasn't skinny and worried, but he was a slight kind of player when you see him and um, running around. I don't know if it's the night gear that's doing a Chris, but it looks like there's been a lot of work put into bulking certain players up and making them look and feel a lot more physical. I know. I thought it was that. I thought it was that weird camera angle at first. Uh, Jones. Particularly, I thought looked. I don't remember him looking that big, and I don't mean in a bad way. He just looked. Um, he just looked huge. Like, like he's been. That's all he's done is sit in the gym, which is probably a good thing. I mean, the the biggest comment give Jones is, um, what I don't think he was spectacular is um, he did look out of place. He didn't like the new kid. Whereas I still felt Williams looked a bit like the new kid who was trying to do what Trent can do. Um, mm. But Jones just seemed to slot in, and you were like going, yeah, he just. He did what you'd expect someone in Liverpool's midfield to do. So you know, I thought Kate was probably was the most impressive in the midfield, and I was you know bobbing his flicks and tricks that he does was really good. Uh, second half, uh, I like Minamino impressed me. Um, the turns he was doing or the way he was his movements, it felt a bit like peak Lalana when you could have played him in the uh, in the midfield. Which I well, whether he'll ever play that for Liverpool, I don't know. But I do think in certain European games. Droppers like a Minamino in the top of the diamond, they want to switch it up. Wouldn't be the worst idea. It's just the movement, the cleverness of it. It was good. I mean, maybe because that camera angle, you saw it a bit more. So, you know, I was good. I was pleased to see Bruce to get his goal. Again, he's another lad who looks like he's, he's definitely bugged up a little bit. I mean, I think the championship's probably done, done him some good for that because um, he'll get kicked around a lot. So I think he's learned to, he's got to take it a bit more. The only one who's probably a little underwhelming for me was probably Elliot. I don't know, it's just because he's quite exciting. I was expecting a bit more out of him, but he was okay. It just um, 
don't know, it was always worth a bit more. And then there was the young Billy who came on for the last 15 minutes, who's just the biggest child I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's unbelievable. He came <laughs> on, and, and we'll talk about him in a few minutes in, in detail, but he came on, and, I, and I've seen, you know, we see the picture during the week of him. Um, it was a young versus old kind of game they done in training and you see the winning team and stuff like that. And there was, uh, this guy standing beside Virgil and he, I was like, is he bigger than him? And then when he come on the pitch, like he is a man mountain. The so he's absolutely huge. Um, but we get on to him in a few minutes because he deserves a mention. Um, even though it was a bit of a cameo, he definitely deserves a mention. Maverick says Brewster needs to have one more season on loan, then come back not ready for the first team. Yeah. Interesting. I've put that up, but we are going to get onto it in a little bit, but I wanted to just, Put that thought in people's minds and have a little think about it. And when we, when we get to them, give us your thoughts on it. Keith, um, a couple of players individually, you know, uh, Chris says there about Elliot, you know, Elliot for me just looks like a player that's feeling his way in, you know, yeah. um, he, he, it's very rare he plays with these players on the football on, a, on a, in an actual game. He's playing with them training and stuff, but he screams to me of a player that will, will look for this season to be in around the squad again and grow and his appearances will go up slightly. But you know, you're probably looking at another year down the line before you look for a, a massive impact for him. But, but Simakas comes in and plays left back, um, second half. And I thought he was really, really good, Keith. And, you know, I, I've done it for years where we get a player and we go, oh, he's fucking brilliant. And he turns out to be shy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and all the optimism that you have. But he looked so confident on the ball. He, his touch was really good. He wasn't afraid to come outside, inside. He was good on the cover. He looked really good for the player playing in his first game, didn't he? Yeah. Do you remember Moreno played against Spurs, scored a cracker? Yes. Went up yeah, the line. Yeah, Ty was great as well. But no, yeah. seriously, I think Simicas did look brilliant. And it's, it, as we've said, right, the conditions were absolutely muck. Do you know what I mean? And he was still beating up and down that wing. And it's, it, to give us that option now of having another fullback that is a, nearly a clown of Robbo and his left foot, it's going to take so much pressure. I don't think, don't, don't want to say, I don't think people understand how big it is. It's going to be such an important um, weapon that we have that we can utilize that and we can rest Robbo and we can take Robbo out if he needs a rest and have a player that's literally like for like if he settles. It's going to be a great weapon for us going forward. I, th I think it's really exciting. Um, I thought he'd done well. He got chewed out by Milner. That was, was great. Great yeah. to see as well. Yeah. Um, and then a bit of laugh. That, Nothing wrong with no, that. No, no. Oh, listen, that's, sign that's what you want to see. Absolutely. It happens you know all the me? time, but now and there's no one watching. You hear everything, you know, and that's just... yeah, exactly. The, I was just going to say. Is, but the thing is, like, and and I get you. I let you go now in a sec, Chris. But the thing is, you don't want the player coming. That to me, sh like Milner's having a go because obviously the way the style he plays, give it to me and move, and we 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 walk an angle here somehow. But that to me is is a confidence. Of from Milner in this player because if you hadn't got confidence that playing you thought you might need to bet him in a little bit you'd leave yeah. him but he's confident well, in him you. and he's like there's the standard stick to the fucking standard or you know we're going to have problems here Grizz he seems to, and, and I'll let you run with Simicast but I'll just throw this into your mind before you do he seems to me the perfect player that can come in for Robertson especially in games that we would normally just dominate he, he looks oh. to me like you'd have no problems with that if, for argument's sake if you're playing Burnley this weekend and you're playing Manchester United midweek and you want to give Robertson a little rest so he's ready to rock and roll against United. He's not, I'd have no issue straight off the bat with putting him in there. Absolutely. Just just finishing up on the Milner situation. Shall I tell you what I was very impressed with? Apart from you know Milner feeling as though he can 
say f off to him. Yeah. You know, that's that's a, that's a good sign as it is because Milner feels he's comfortable enough already or he's mm. part of the setup already that he can tell him to f off, right? But what the what the best thing was out of all that, it didn't uh, intimidate Simicast at all. No. He was absolutely on fire after that. I think that happened early in the second half, but for the rest of the game, he played his game as though nothing, you know, you can imagine a new kid coming into the team, pressure, conditions, the vice captain shouting at you, you think you might go into your shell. Well, I thought it was a brilliant sign that the guy just absolutely turned into a monster after that. His energy levels will be superb. Of course, of course, the lang- slight language problem may be, I mean, he speaks perfectly good English, but sort of in terms of re- uh, listening to the, the calls from Virgil or Alisson and sort of playing the offside um, trap that we play will take time. But I tell you what, Gav, I totally agree with you. I feel absolutely comfortable already. Now, I know Moreno, as Keith says, was amazing in his first game. And we thought, wow, but this guy is the, this guy is the real deal. You this fellow has a brain. This, but you can see the determination. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold back on the brain because I do think he's a very instinctive player, Gav. And I think he's going to give us a lot more heart attacks than Robbo um, when he plays. But he's a brave player. He's a very brave player. In terms of intelligence and game intelligence, yet to be seen, and obviously I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But in terms of bravery and uh, sort of bravery on the ball and attacking, it's exactly what we need. Yeah. Um, Maverick says Simicast looks good, but remember he's from the Greek league. He will still need time to adapt. He absolutely will. But I'm more than happy because Milner, you know, g- gives it to him. And I think about a minute or two later, they're in a similar position, and Simicast just does the same thing. Comes inside and plays a ball wherever he needs to play it. And it, was, it wasn't it was a case of fuck you to whoever he was down the wing. It was a case of, no, I made the right decision. I'm confident enough in myself that this is the way it has to be played. But the big thing, as I said, to come out of it is Milner is very, as you said, Grizz, voice captain, you'd be thinking Klopp a pull Henderson or Milner or a Wijnaldum or a Van Dijk aside and say, or a Bobby or whatever, and say, listen, this is the new lad. Look after him. You know, let, you know, get him blend and get him in, in with the squad. But they're, balling at him and I just thought it was brilliant I was like oh, I have full confidence in this fella I'm, I, I love it but I know where Maverick's coming from a, a chance to bed in but Maverick in all my um, enthusiasm and optimism for Liverpool winning the league title again um, I think Simicast is going to be fucking brilliant come back and let me know when he when he's dirt come back and let me know and I'm, I'm willing to say um, I'm willing to say no it's it's I was wrong but um, Colin Cavanagh says notice there was no Origi or Shakiri for the game Chris you were saying before this um, we are just discussing Injuries and absentees and stuff like that. Obviously, Trent has a knock. Harry Wilson, suppose he has a knock. Origi, the same. Uh, Oxley Chamberlain, of course, will miss the rest of preseason and it could be a little bit beyond that as well. But, um, the big one, the big one was Shakiri and you were saying, you know, how, like, I don't know. I'm fit to to play. I'm looking forward to it. Injured. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's just what happens, isn't it? It is a little bit. I mean, the cynic in me also goes, is he really injured? Or is he already been told, yeah, great, you're fit, fuck off now. <laughs> I'm sort of getting that impression with him and Origi is, how injured are they? So are you of the opinion that they're, they're being held back deliberately? Yeah. Uh, my, my opinion is I think Origi's been told he can go. And I think he's with his agent finding somewhere. And that's me, who is Shakiri. Uh, and same with Wilson. I think all three of them are being told to go. The one surprise was how surprised Grouch in the squad because he seems to want, he seems to be the one that out of all the lads we would look to get rid of who has the most noise around him. Mm. So I was a little surprised they want to risk him. I mean, to be honest, 
he didn't do a lot in the game anyway. So there was nothing I saw in the game that made me think, oh, we need to he's, keep Grealish. So, yeah, but I might be wrong. They might, they might just be, they might just be injured. They might just be injured. But <coughs> this time of year, I'm a bit like, not really. I just think he's. I, th- I think those two are off. Same with Gareth. Um, a lot of people, Joseph Welch included, reckons uh, Origi may be the COVID patient that was being discussed during the weekend. We don't want to discuss all that. No, no, no. It's just That's just the opinion of, of these people coming forward. Brian Murphy says Origi tested positive for the Rona. Um, look, it, it could be that oh, thing, but... Did I think, get I think, I think I might have got rubbish, and I think Liverpool will be under obligation to let people know if if somebody had it you know and i think it'd be very hard for someone to test positive and the name not to come out you know like that's just my opinion on it but we'll we'll have to we'll have to wait and see Uh, but going back but just quickly i just want to go back to do you know chris's point about uh gritch and we talked we touched upon the players that impressed but in terms of that didn't impress unfortunately and I know it's only 45 minutes and I know the conditions and et cetera, et cetera, all the, the mitigating circumstances, but you could see Gritch. Where does he fit in this system? Where does he fit in this team? You know, we've got this image of him being a six foot four brute as a DM. He's not. But then how does it, how the hell does he get in as an eight? You know, he's, you know, he's, to me, he's a box to box midfielder, but we don't really play it the box-to-box type midfielder he's also the, the 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 player with the most interest from other clubs i can tell you that for a fact the most amount of inquiries have been made for Gritch. so he's a man in demand and just like chris i'm slightly surprised that he was sort of he's with the squad playing you know he i, I pretty much nailed on that he's going to be sort of him or wilson are going to be the first ones that get picked off by other clubs Mm, it's the Gruwich stuff just to touch on it and, and like Chris said a lot of inquiries about Gruwich. Um I think I think it's the most inquiries have come for Gruwich for a couple of reasons. I think he is quite sought after. I think that's fair to say. But I think the other thing is is that they know he's available. They know he's available and, and Liverpool mm. have probably named the price. They're not gonna mess around in this window and say, Oh, let's wait till the last week and try to get something out of him. I think I think the, the, the value is probably there. The the fee is probably there and the people that want them are probably there. So it'll just be a case of who do, who who wants them most, I suppose. Um Keith. Um just Genie Wijnaldum starts the second half and, and I wanna discuss Genie Wijnaldum a little bit. You know, people are asking there, um, you know, oh, is it is it noticeable that Genie and Adam started in the second team? Grizz has cleared that up. Grizz said, "Look, um, Klopp says he wanted a natural six to play in the second half, and you have to split them around because of Henderson not being there, I suppose, and because of no Oxley Chamberlain and stuff. Um, they had to split the kind of teams up, especially in that position. But Keith, for you, look, I've heard I've heard numerous different things. You know that." When Adam's head's being torn by Barcelona, he's open to that. I've heard that. No, the deal looks like it could be signed. Um, I, I watched them playing there yesterday, Keith, and I'm, I, I have to be honest, I'm devastated if Gino and Adam leaves Liverpool Football Club. I'm being honest with you. Yeah, he's he's been absolutely pivotal for us in the last couple of years without being the centre of attention. You know, he's been such an important player, such an underrated player. We haven't had many um, unsung heroes, but I would put Genie as front and centre of that. I think he's been the best um, player that doesn't get the attention he deserves. And I think he's one that we would miss if he was to leave because of what he does. I mean, there's nobody that can carry the ball 
through the through the the pitch like Genie does. You know, it's it's a very underrated quality that he has, and it's something that airplay really depends on. Now, look, I know we'll get on about Thiago, I'm sure, as well, but he's a totally different midfield player. To have a Genie there, we spoke about Gruwich, maybe not being developing as a player that can play in an A. We've got Oxlade Chamberlain is a player that just constantly gets injured. Wijnaldum is so, um, he's always there. He's always fit. He's durable. He's versatile. Do you know what I mean? Like he's always available. And I just think it's one that, yeah, it it is. It's something that, you know, you can't, um, there's there's a clamor for people. There's a clamor for idiots, right, on Twitter that are trying to run Genie out of Liverpool and getting Thiago in. And they're abusing him on social media. And, I don't know what that game is. They're idiots, right? And they don't appreciate what this fella does for their team and has done. And I'll tell you, Klopp won't want to lose him. Do you know what I mean? And if Klopp doesn't want to lose him, then that's good enough for me. You know, I'd love to see him sign a new contract. It doesn't mean we don't get Thiago. Sign a contract and get them both. Yeah, Maverick says would rather keep Genie than leave than have him leave for Thiago. He's a unique, a unique player we have. Would be so difficult to replace, and he's very fit and very reliable. I think that's a very fair point. Grizz, I'm going to ask yourself and Chris the same question. Um, what's your feelings on on Ronaldo now? Because there's a couple of options. He does go to Barcelona or he goes somewhere now. He runs out his contract and leaves for free or he signs a contract and he commits his future and the best part of the rest of his career to Liverpool. Where do you sit on it now? I think there's a third option as well, Gav. I think that was I gave you three. Options. No, I gave you three. One is he leaves now. The second uh, one is he runs out his contract and then leaves. Or the third one is he signs a contract yeah, and commits his future to Liverpool. Yeah, you cut you you cut out at one of them. Sorry. Oh, did he? Were um, you in a were you in a tunnel? Yeah. But um, <laughs> but um, I think I think it's I think the situation is. Um, I think we've tried everything to, keep, to make him sign a new contract. Um, and I think he's entitled to do what he wants for his final contract, for his final mm-hmm. payday. For his mm-hmm. final. He's been an absolute brilliant servant for us. Um, as Keith says, you know, the term unsung hero is often labeled at everyone, you know, but he's the, the ultimate, the ultimate unsung hero in my eyes. Um, I genuinely don't think he's going to go. I genuinely don't think there's definitely not been no inquiry from Barcelona officially or anything. Um, the rumours, obviously, with his, because of his relationship with Koeman and being Dutch and the Dutch link, and you know, Barca not having much money, but being able to sort of you know get cheap twenty, thirty million pound signings. Klopp definitely doesn't want him to go. It's very much, it's very much like the Emre Chan situation, except Emre Chan didn't. Um, didn't deserve to sort of um, be called any sort of unsung hero, or I don't. I think he was given way too much respect uh, than Genie is, because Genie's actually been there through the tough times, toughed it out with us, stayed there. Um, seven years will he be coming up to now? Will he, how, how long has he been with us? No, Genie oh, was so signed in the summer of two thousand sixteen. Okay, so four, four years. years. Yeah, he's four been, years. yeah, he's been. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Seven. Um, I was four. thinking it's close. I was thinking about Thiago at Bayern. <laughs> Seven. I still got Thiago in my mind. Seven years at Bayern. Sorry, but um, but Genie, look, um, hate to see him go. I'm, I'm with all you guys. Um, wouldn't want him to go. And Mr. Durable, Mr. Reliable. Um, you know the usual phrases. Every team needs a Genie. It's everything together. Um, 
I genuinely think he's going to stay. I genuinely think he's going to stay. The, the offer is still on the table. I know there's been some rumours that we're, we're, we haven't offered him anything or there's no talks. Well, there was plenty of talks, but they, they, they were stalled because he had, you know, he had agreed to sign it, but for some reason, whatever reason, he hasn't. I don't think he wants to leave either. Um, unless an, an amazing bid, and we're talking 30 million plus comes in, uh, Ginny ain't going anywhere. I think Ginny sees out his contract. Signed. So, so, so your vote, is that he runs down his contract and leaves for free next summer? I'd 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 lay money on that if I was a betting man. Okay, Chris, would you lay money on that if you're a betting man, or have you got a slightly different feeling on it? Um, that seems the most likely one. The only hope I have that he might still sign a new contract is, unlike Emery Chan, there's there's no noise from him or his agents. Mm. Whereas Emery Chan, you knew for a year he was going. He couldn't shut up to tell you where he was going and how he was going to bigger and better things and Liverpool wouldn't offer him this, Liverpool wouldn't offer that. It was all leaked out. We all knew. Mm. Gini Ronaldo was not heard anything. It's been like deafeningly silent about the fact he's not had a contract, but no one knows what's the hold-up, which is telling in some ways, which means say either him and the club are quite relaxed and perhaps they've all just done a shake hands, you go at the end of the seat, you go at the end of your contract, good luck to you, or there's still a chance they're going to negotiate something. The Barca link, I think, is two and two equals five. It's just a very easy link because he's because he played well in the Koeman. And the talk now they run his contract down and go to Barcelona. I, I'd be amazed at Koeman last year. Because, uh, I mean, Barcelona's just, just a basket case club at the moment. I'm not sure why he'd want to go. Um, it feels to me if he, he'll run his contract down and I could see him being... A Juventus player. It's it feels like a Juventus type move is get someone of that quality on a free, which Juventus have done very well at. So sadly, I think that's probably what's going to happen. I hope he signs a new contract, but I feel like he run his contract down, which in some ways will be good for us because as great as Thiago looks and everyone knows how good he is, we're assuming he's going to settle first game, hit the ground running, and be brilliant. Hopefully he does. But if he doesn't, it's not bad having someone like a genie in the squad to go give him time to settle. I'm not have to worry about shit. We need Thiago to hit the ground running because we have got, got Ronaldo and we have got anybody else to fill in. Yeah, um, Warren reckons Genie wants three years on this contract. Liverpool are only happy to offer him two. I haven't heard anything like that. I'm being honest with you. I haven't read it anywhere. But if Warren knows better than me, absolutely fair enough. Um, Mister Nair said, "Wasn't there a clause inserted in the Coutinho sale that Barcelona would need to pay a premium fee for any future players from us?" I'd suggest if this is the case, uh, he would agree with Chris. Um, we're running down the contract. I don't know if there was a time limit on that though. Yeah, I think um, that that was at the time, and that's expired. Yeah, I think that might have because uh, he signed. In he signed in the was it the January of 18? Yeah. So it, it, it could be up or it could be up in, in a couple of months. I'm not too sure. Um, Stephen Fitzpatrick reckons LFC won't do another MRA chan, absolutely no chance. Um, we'll have to wait and see. My vote is that he signs a deal. Um, I think, I think the the talk and listen I've I've kind of I'm sure if you went back over shows you go you fucking said this three weeks ago I'm all over the place with this I'm being honest with you I've cha- <laughs> I'm changing my mind on Thiago every day to believe week yeah. I'm changing it's just because when you read little snippets and you you can you can take them in a certain way and I should probably just stop reading stuff but for me I don't think I don't think Thiago and Wijnaldum depend on each other I'm being honest with you I think right I r- remember you making that call I said I remember you saying that um, mm. we were on a we were on a podcast with Andy and you had a little bet. 
Yeah. Um, and I agreed with you then and I still agree with you now. Because I'll tell you why. Just to let you I, know. Thanks, Chris. Um, and it's great <laughs> to have your support and your continued support. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and you, you remembering shit is, it's just blown my mind as well. Yeah, um, it's a bit weird, isn't but, it? <laughs> Chris, like, awful. yeah. I'm just, I'm just texting him. Shut up, <laughs> But, um, no, but, but the thing, I don't think they, they rely on each other. Like, I read something the other day and, and it sparked me and it was somebody on Twitter. I don't even know what it was. And they went, how about we just sign Tiago? Um, s- and just sell Origi. Like they were talking about signing Thiago, selling Origi and swapping um, Wijnaldum with Coutinho when you're all sorted. And I was kind of going, that sounds a bit mad. Um, is it plausible? Probably not. But then I got to think and I thought, there's no reason why Liverpool can't just sign Thiago and keep Wijnaldum. Just add an extra midfielder in because when you go back to these injuries and you look at Oxlade-Chamberlain yeah. and, you know, you, you kind of go, how reliable is he? You know that kind of way? So, um, Shakir, you could be considered a midfielder and look what's happened, but he could go, Gruwich could go, you know, Milner's getting all. I think there's every possibility that when Aldam signs a new deal and Thiago comes in anyway. Now I have read that because of our quota of foreign players and stuff like that, we'd have to, a player of foreign nationality would have to leave. I don't think that'll be an issue anyway, because, um, there's plenty of them that are foreign and, and, and yeah. look like they're about to leave anyway. But one, one more player before we get away from the game itself, um, Keith is Rian Brewster. Now we had a big chat about this last, it might be mm. last Sunday, um, or one of the transfer show, agenda yeah. shows during the week. And we were talking about Rian Brewster and what we think would happen, what, what we'd like to happen. He scores a goal there yesterday. Are your feelings changing on this at all, Keith? Because I'm I'm still in the camp that a season with this squad is as beneficial as going alone anywhere, providing Ryan yeah. Brewster's happy to to be there with limited games and and use it as a learning exercises that will a learning exercise. Sorry, that will um be more beneficial of for him further down the line. Yeah, uh, before we go on, well, we've got 480 watching and we've 195 likes, so everyone can just <gasps> smash that like button. What, ridiculous, we're trying to get the 400 ridiculous. likes in a live show, we just keep setting yeah. this target, and um, we, we got, did we get close to it last week, we 390 won was it? Yeah, yeah, so let's see if we can get the, let's get the 400 for the crack, that's why we just, just see, yeah. it's just, just a challenge we're setting that. everyone, yeah. yeah, so bang that, so go ahead. So Keith. Yeah, sorry, uh, Brewster, yeah, I thought at the time that maybe uh, a Premier League loan would have been a good move for him to get game time, but I've actually changed my mind and I think staying around the squad and and getting the games, if we were to move Origi on, if he was part of a, a backup unit, which included Minamino, Brewster and I don't know, a another. Mm-hmm. You know, and he got game time and but it wasn't like he's the the forced sub for want of a better phrase. You know that Minamino could replace Bobby for a game, but Brewster could as well. You know, I think if he got enough games, if he could see enough action, if you were three 0 up in a game and you threw him on, yeah, I think that could well be more beneficial for him. Brewster than a year away because another year another loan is another year away from Klopp it's another year down on the contract and it's it just makes it harder I think for him to get back in I think now he's grown as we said earlier on about players looking like they've come back bigger Brewster looks like he's developed from a boy into a man he's come back from a very good loan spell and I think I think it's a good time to bring him back in and let him get the games. Like, as you said, Curtis Jones benefited hugely from not getting loaned out. Nico Williams benefited hugely from not getting loaned out. And they didn't play many games, but they were in around the squad. And then when it came to the end of the season, they were the first taxis off the rank to get games. And I think that could benefit Brewster. 
Yeah, I just think uh, uh, I think I, I agree with everything you say. You know, it is a year away from Klopp, and regardless, like you see, you see people go on loan, and they, they, oh, they were great on loan, but they're not being watched every single day. They're yeah. not being. You don't know if they're, you know, they're turning up one game in four, and people are just over over egging them. Now, I'm not saying Liverpool aren't watching the looks of a Harry Wilson every week. You know that they are. They would have details on him every single week, but I just, I just think to learn and to play with the, the to learn off the players they have there right now in particular I think is unbelievable and when you see the amount of games Liverpool are going to play next season and how close they are together because of this condensed season there's every chance he could get a run in this team there yeah. is every chance he could if something goes wrong and he decide to throw him in there and Klopp's not afraid to do it Chris we haven't got your view on this yet and I'll get to Grizz's in a minute because I don't know if his has changed but you you would have listened to this discussion during the week what's your feelings on, on Ryan Brewster and what, what we should do with him um, for this upcoming season Um, I think he needs another loan uh, I, I, I know I keep saying it's another loan but he missed 18 months of his career with a mm. bad ankle injury a really bad one you know, and he's bounced back from it well. Uh, but I'm just trying to think. It's middle of December. We need a goal. We're desperate for a goal. We're throwing Brewster on. And it, look, I hope it works out. If it, that happens and he scores lows, great. But my gut feeling is, would I go? Oh, here's our chance. And I, I don't think I would have heard go. That's not quite what we need. A bit like when we throw a region this year. We threw a region last year. I didn't think he was going to score. You know, I thought he might be a nuisance. So I can't make mind of him. I mean, if we do keep him on loan, fine. But I still think we need to bring somebody in the front three um, who's better than Origi. And maybe Brewster is fourth, fifth choice. So you have like the front three, a new guy, and then you have Brewster. And then there's less pressure on him. Um, I could be completely wrong, but I don't know. I just feel like there's something missing that doesn't make me think, yeah, yeah, hang me hat on him. Uh, now maybe I'm just being harsh I don't know but it just doesn't quite jump out to me as the player ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, yeah. quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. I thought he was two, three, two years ago. No, maybe because of the injury. But I'm thinking alone, or if you, if you are going to keep him, we still, it, it can't be at the expense of not bringing another wide person in, I would say. Because I'm still trying to work out, if he plays in the middle, we are going to change how we play because he doesn't play like Firmino. Now he can learn to do that, but at the moment he doesn't. He plays more like a, an out-and-out, on-the-shoulder striker. And we don't play that way anymore so how's that going to work because he's not going to get many chances to run in behind and things like that because nobody gives us space in behind because everyone knows how we play so I'm sort of edged towards alone might do him good or if he does stay fine but I don't think he should be the first name off the bench if we need a goal Okay Grizz we've spoken about does Wijnaldum and, and Thiago depend on each other is it a case of and of course, let me know how you still feel on Brewster. But is it a case of Brewster's situation depending on what happens to Divock Origi? Mm. Because if Divock Origi leaves, they could look for Brewster to be that backup. Like Keith said, in a unit of Minamino, Brewster and A and other. 
does it does it kind of hinge on Origi? Because if Origi stays with the with the with the money he's on in the profile, I think he he would he would more or less be be ahead of Ree and Brewster. Whereas if you brought if you got rid of Origi and brought in I don't know, say for argument's sake, a Sar, he's an out and out winger. You know that kind of way. Um, it, it could look like Brewster could be that man. He's he's a central person in in the backup unit. Do you know that way? Could it depend on Divock Origi? I think so. I think so. It's. Uh, I know we discuss it sort of near enough every other day about the situation with Brewster. It's probably one of the most intriguing for me this summer. Um, you know, when he was, when I usually talk about when we think about loans and Klopp, it usually means if he's if he's continuously sending you out on loan, um, he doesn't really think you have a long term future at Liverpool. Um, Alan Grouch, Wilson, Woodburn to name a few, Ijaria, Ojo, etc., etc. And I thought the same with Brewster, I must admit, last season. But then I think one of our listeners or someone made a brilliant point, and I know Chris has touched upon it now, but I'm not going to give Chris the credit for making the brilliant point because someone else said it before him. But he did have, he did have <coughs> a, lot of, um, a lot of time out with his injury. And so therefore that, that loan last year made sense. Because you could see he wasn't quite the same and it was a very bad ankle injury that he got. So he wasn't quite the same. And so therefore the loan justified uh, was justified. I think this season is different. I think I even, I, I, in just opinion, I think, I think the coaching team are torn what to do as well. I think Klopp and Co with him. Because I, I'm of the opinion that Brewster has to start training with this bunch of forwards and midfielders now with this team. He's got to be under the supervision of Klopp and Pep Linders. He's got to be in the mold of Elliot Jones if he's going to progress because, look, Elliot and Jones got the most inquiries for long last season, but Klopp believed in them. And anyone he believes in, he says he doesn't want to go because he thinks the time spent on training ground under his and Pep's and the rest of the coach's supervision is more beneficial than playing for Derby or whatever. Great you know what I mean? <clears throat> I, I've, I, I understand some people saying, look, he needs a Premier League loan. But again, I'll go to, back to the point about it, the, the, the only, is it a problem or whatever? However you look at it, this, this, the, Brewster is a central striker. He's a number nine. That can drift out wide, but he's not a player that, Starts wide and drifts in, a la Rashford or a Greenwood for United, right? He's the opposite. He's 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 comfortable and, and and you know I've been I've been again. He's been under my scrutiny in terms of studying Gav. I've been studying him and I really think he's come on leaps and bounds. I really think we need to make space for him in the squad, and I'm very happy to make space for him over Divock Origi who will fetch a larger fee at this stage than Brewster. Not by much. I know everyone thinks Divock Origi, Champions League winner, etc., etc., destroyer of Everton galore. You know, it's it's King Slayer of Everton. No. The, the, the fact of it is not many teams are willing to give more than 20, 25 million for Divock Origi at the moment. And that's an issue where we know he's worth more than that, really. So... Overall, I'd really like Brewster to stay with this squad, train with this squad, you know, learn. You know, the only way he's going to, you know, Chris touched upon, you know, he's not similar to Bobby in traits, but the only way he's going to pick up the traits of Bobby is the more he plays with Bobby, 
the but you don't you want to turn him into you don't you don't want to turn no. him into Firmino because Jono says we need to stop looking for the next Firmino. You'd be Absolutely. looking for another ten say, years. Um, well, do you remember? Do you remember in our WhatsApp group we touched upon? Well, he does. We don't play that system. Well, I believe, and we've discussed this before. We evolve our situation, uh, our formations, and our our roles every season, and we develop into a different type of attack. You know, a variety of attacks, and so we shouldn't just. Be concentrated on this. We play this four three three three. I don't think we we're going to play four three three. I said three too many times. Four three three. Yeah. Fourteen but players. So, deadly. So so <laughs> I think I think he needs to stay, and I think he needs to add variety. You know, he's another form. He's another type of attacker we'd we'd have. So for me, I would most certainly keep uh, uh, Brewster over Rigi. The, the only the thing before we move on, Gav, sorry, yeah. if you loan Brewster out, it, it has to be a Premier League loan, right? So another year in the Championship, I don't think, will be too no, much no beneficial way. to him. But if you loan with the Premier League team, you want them playing every week or else what's the point? So where do you loan them? You know, it's a really important move to loan them somewhere. Well, Liverpool do. Because you might as well be at training at Liverpool. They're not getting a game at, at Southampton or at Newcastle or somewhere else, Leeds, you know? Well, Liverpool do have a policy when they send up players out on loan that they get X amount of uh, game time and they, they decide that loans them if they don't stick to that. He can be taken back, A, or B, um, there's, there's, there's financial clauses put in the contract. You know, now that might matter much to Premier League sides, so but I don't think you want to be going around annoying Jurgen Klopp because he will just go give us the player. We take him back, you know what I mean? Um, and even if you're not using them that much, you're down a player in your squad. You know, and it could be outside the transfer window and you're down them for four or five months. Um, I, I get where people are coming from with, and, and like Chris said, like he had a bad injury, but that bad injury is a good bit behind him now. Yeah. You know, like you've seen him in the, you've seen him around the squad during the, during 2018, 19. Of course, he gets a Champions League winner's medal because he's in the squad. Then he goes out and he, he has that loan at Swansea. Um, I think. I just think, like a lot of people in the chat, it's split in the chat. I'm going to be honest with you. It's very, very split. Um, where people would set loan and people would, um, keep them. Some people are saying they don't feel he'd make it anyway, regardless. And that's, that's fine. But for me, mm-hmm. I just think, I just think when you look at, there's an argument there to say you send out a loan to, to, to catch up a little bit, you know, on sharpness, on actual games. But there's an argument now to, to say where you put him in with Nico Williams, you put him in with, with, not Curtis Jones, I think he's moved on to the next level, but Nico Williams, Harvey Elliott, Keanu Hoover, and you say, and, and him, and you say, there's four players now that we're going to keep around the squad. They're going to learn. They're going to, they're going to, um, embrace the way we play. They're going to, you know, mature throughout the season and they're going to get their chances, you know, and I, I think that, I think that's the right thing for him, but we'll have to wait and see. I think the Divock Origi thing, um, it, it may be one of those where I think it, it absolutely could depend on what happens to Divock Origi. There's loads of chat in here about Thiago. People are asking questions about Thiago, commenting on Thiago. Um, apparently, some fella called Falk is it Christian um, Falk? Yeah. He has he has hinted he has he has hinted that uh, Bayern will try and keep Thiago and persuade him to stay. A lot well, of it's funny, right? Before yeah. you go on from that, I've seen that tweet, right? And mm. I don't see that at all. What? What the tweet was, was Jan Agafjortoft saying, do you think um, Bojan will make a last-ditch attempt to to get him to sign a new contract? And Christian Falk said, uh, come back and talk to me tomorrow with a, a little wink. Mm. That could mean the Liverpool deal is announced tomorrow. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so people are jumping on that. It could mean that. And so I wouldn't be too aware. And if he does sign a new day, look, the emotion of winning a Champions League, players' heads do be all over. it. sign their life away. You know, we saw with Gerard mm. how his head got cabbaged out that we won in Istanbul. Like, so, you know, anything can happen on, on the night. But I, I think people might be reading too much into the, the Falk comment on Twitter. Yeah. Um, they are, they are. They are, they are. Um, but look, the, the, we're underway in, in pre-season and we, we got on to a few more bits. Um, but before we, before we leave the game, that game itself, this young lad, Chris, um, his name I, I find impossible to, to pronounce, but he's, and Keith will help me out at some stage. But, um, he's, he's 17. He's six foot, whatever. I don't know Seth what he is. Vandenberg. Not him. I know um, no, he's two years away. <laughs> he from was two right. years away, um, as you said right. last week. But um, he was telling he was the first one subbed off, though, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, he uh, done his job. He's yeah, but it was going to be him. It was always going to be him. Yeah, it's um, yeah. But this, this lad, Bobby, something, isn't it? Um, Billy the kid. Billy, Billy, sorry, Billy. Billy, Billy we got Bobby in my head. It's Billy. Billy the kid, as Mick calls him. We just call him Billy the kid from now on. Can we do that? Yeah, we're going to call him Billy the Sound kid. Sound absolutely brilliant. Billy the kid. Um, so he comes on and Grizz. He comes on. He he makes a cameo and I really liked him. And the best thing about it was when the ball came in the box from a corner. He headed this fucking ball about <laughs> sixty yards up the pitch, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I'll have a bit of him. He's better than Tyro Mings already. Yeah, and Nathan yeah, yeah. Shot Tyrone Mings. <laughs> we have we've got a player, seventeen years old, um, six foot four. He's training Sorry. with the. He's training with the. Oh, come on, since when is one inch matter to you, Keith? Uh, um, a lot. Since since um, since he's training with the first team squad. First of all, you gotta you gotta be you gotta have something about you to be training with this first team squad. He's six foot four, Gav. He looked very comfortable on the ball, very calm. Again, let's remind and for anyone who didn't watch the match, if anyone did, they'll know that the conditions were awful, especially for for defenders. Mm. Absolutely, you gotta you gotta make sure your touch is perfect, and his was. Um, didn't get much to see about uh, what kind of pace he's got, um, but it didn't seem bad. His strength. It's going to develop. He's a kid, as we said. Some of his clearances were, as you said, humongous with his head. It um, was the one from the corner. It yeah. came in and he just jumped up and headed this thing. Yeah. And it was like, where? Like, the camera angles were weird, but I think the camera nearly lost the ball. You know, like in golf when a fella hits a shot long and it actually goes longer than the cameraman thinks and he's like scrambling for where the ball's yeah. gone. It exactly. was fucking now, brilliant. I loved it. Now he's the same age as um, Sepp Van Den Bramble. As one of our friends calls us, yeah. yeah. Um, it, look, the difference was so apparent. I mean, I, you know, I hate when others get on a player's backs and give them sort of all sorts of abuse, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm not going to give a, the, the kid abuse at, at Vandermeer, but you could see the difference in two in aura, in sort of just calmness. You know, set looked like a bag of nerves every time he's played. He's looked like a bag of nerves. I get he's 17. There must be something the scouts saw in him. Our scouting system, our scouts are the best. So I'm not going to, you know, totally rule him out of playing for Pete Boyan could sign in as well. Like, so yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to say nothing. But this kid, Gav, this kid looks looks like he could be our fifth choice centre-back. And that's quite a leap ahead of Hoover, Seth Vandenberg, Nat Phillips. We, we, I know we didn't touch on Nat Phillips, but again, he, he didn't look comfortable at all. 
Yeah. But, but you know, this kid, Gav, the world's his oyster at this stage. If he continues and develops the way the, 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 the coaches and club talk about him and praise him, the world's his oyster. I mean, yeah. you know, what a talent we possibly have on our books. So, so exciting. Yeah, he's, um, it's, uh, sorry, uh, Anto says, unsmash the like, unlike button, whoever you are. We always get these unlikes. There's always yeah, two of them when we finish them. the show. Yeah, we've got two. We've got two. two. We know we who they are as well. Um, but we, Once we know Defo that, where's Marty, fucking weirdo? <laughs> he and loves if you. it isn't, it will be now. <laughs> and he's only unliked it because of me, but so him. Yeah, no, he loves you really. Um, he's a great, he's great, crack that fella. Um, but we have a we have a fair idea as who they are. But if people don't like people it, they can hit the unlike yeah. button if they want. You know, that's why we're asking for people to hit the like button because that all the likes drown out these. Two, it actually goes up around between two and seven every show. Yeah, but we're on three now, so we've got another. We? It's oh, like, we've another. Uh, it's a, it's a, there's a that movement could be here. That could be there's a movement here. It reminds me of the FSG lads that held that big protest <laughs> outside Melwood and one of them turned up. Um, but listen, uh, don't be worrying about it. What you do is to counteract those negative people, just you keep smashing the like button. Um, yeah. and uh, you be, we're on 250, 244 we? at the moment. Okay, so we have about 10 50 minutes left. So if you can get us to 400, it'd be absolutely brilliant. I think our record is 391, somewhere along the lines, or 380, somewhere along that. But if you can get us to 400, it's um, yeah, go for it. Um, so pre-season we move on um we play red bull salzburg uh when do we play them tuesday tuesday um grizz i'll come to you what do you want to see out of this one because we've seen you know the makings of those two sides against stuttgart were extremely strong Um as chris said earlier kiana hoover looks like he's rolled his ankle but it might be just something small are you looking for something similar are you looking to mix it up a bit or is there any players you want to see playing together um that haven't already and you want to just see how they mix. What are you looking for with this one? Difficult to say, Gav. I think it's pretty much the same. We can't um we can't look for much difference, I don't think. I don't think we'll do much different. Um is is this is the charity shield this weekend? Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, we won't risk them more than forty five minutes. <clears throat> yeah. Um Klopp and the coaches will know what kind of fitness levels they're at. In terms mm-hmm. of with training, but whatnot. Anyway, we don't need to push them that so hard. Um, it's going to be a mad intense start to the season, so I think another forty-five minutes, and then we're probably likely to play. You know, seventy, eighty, sixty, seventy minutes in the. I'm talking about the first eleven in the charity shield. So yeah, pretty much the same. Okay, um, Keith, for you, is there something that you're looking at and you're saying? Same again. It's forty-five minutes each. It's fitness. Or are you looking to hone your skills a little bit more because you only got have got Arsenal, and then we follow that with Leeds. Um, what date is Leeds? I have the two weeks away or something. Yeah, but have the, have, the, have, the, have the announced the fixtures? What, no, I have yeah, a, yeah. I have a feeling that might be a Friday, Friday night. Friday night. Yeah, but um, I have a feeling of that myself. Do you, do you want do you want just same again? Mix them up whatever way you want. Forty five minutes each. No injuries. Happy days. Yeah, and I agree. I think it'll be a strong team and a weak team. Now it could be the opposite way. They might start off with a. The, the second half team might start the game mm. this time, but I think he'll keep uh, as close to his first 11 with a few adjustments. You know, as you said about Genie, um, I think we'll be as close to our full choice 11 um, in one of the halves um, against, again, another good team, you know, another high standard um, quality opposition. So, yeah, I think we'll go strong. I think. 
it might be even stronger the the main team you might see a genie in the in the mix Tiago mightn't sign in time but you know we might, we might have him in there but who knows Tuesday Chris we definitely want them um, better conditions on Tuesday than we got yesterday and you know, I'm, when I'm looking at it, I'm looking, I'd love to see, you know, like we've seen Curtis Jones in there with Fabinho and Keita. Is there an argument that Fabinho could drop out, put Wijnaldum in there, you know, mix it around? Could you get Minamino into the into the side that's involved with, with, with the starting lads as you will put them? Is there an argument for Bruce to start in there with the lads that start every week and, and give them a go? Or do you just, It does it really not matter? It's just a case of, Minutes in the legs and and as I said before, fingers crossed, no injuries. I I think it don't really matters. I think it's just fingers crossed, don't get injuries. And as great as Fabino is, he doesn't seem to do great in these patched up sides. Whenever he's played like in like Shrewsbury League Cup, he seems to struggle a bit. Now maybe that's because he has a bit more. He knows how the other guys play, but he never seems to be that great in that. I think probably having Genie in that other side is probably. Better, uh, so it, it wouldn't surprise you just save 11 for both halves again. Uh, I mean, you'd like to think if in Salzburg, you'll have decent, de- decent drainage. So, if it does rain, we shouldn't really have the same debacle we had in the other game. So, I'm looking forward to it because they'll, they'll be a real test then because I mean, they weren't in the Champions League. So, you know, I think that'll be good for us, a good pressing challenge for us. So, it'd be nice for a few of the guys to you know get a few more goals than that. My slight concern is, isn't there an international break? The weekend before mm. the season starts, which is yeah. crackers. Yeah. Now, I think somehow, next year somehow they'll lads. give um, somehow they'll give Roy Hodgson an international job somewhere in fucking Brazil, yeah. and he wreck Allison and Firmino on us something along them lines, yeah. like he done to oh. Daniel Surridge. I think I, I, I think the South American lads in Africa, <laughs> lads, I don't think they've got games. I think it's just European lads who have got games. So hope, hopefully that limits the risk of injuries, but still, I don't know why they've decided to put. Up bloody friendlies just before the season starts is stupid yeah I know but uh, you see everyone's fighting to get their own seasons done and that includes um, mm. friendly you know people go why are you playing friendlies money you know advertisers want friend- international games played for inter- TV and stuff like that it's just the way it goes Kevo Sullivan says lads we have fit two fit senior uh, centre-backs this is a problem that needs fixing in the next week or two I agree with you Kev and we're going to be looking at that probably in depth um, on the Tuesday transfer agenda show um, we're going to go and see we're going to all go and have a look over the next 48 hours as to what Liverpool could or will do with regards to centre-half because I, th- I think you're right I think something <coughs> has to be has to be done Nat um, Phillips Nat Phillips yeah is, is um, Keith show um, but I'd love to see Shawnee, uh, not Shawnee Lawson's face. I'd love to see Grizz's face if Sepp van der Berg was on the bench for the first league game and, uh, Joe Gomez went down with an injury. Um, it would be, it would be quite a sight. It absolutely would. Um, look, the preseason is, is underway. We've spoken about the players that have impressed. We've spoken about, um, what's to come, stuff like that. But, and we've spoken about Genie, but everyone wants to talk about Thiago and he's a Champions League winner tonight with, uh, Bayern Munich. Um, all the talk is that he will, um, sign for Liverpool. Um, I'm flip flopping all over the place on it. I'm being honest with you. Um, because I just love Genie and Aldam. But Keith, to come to you first, we've spoken about this at length now, you know, show after show, but it, it has legs all the time, as Grizz would say, because 
it keeps changing or uh, there's different angles that it's brought out. A lot of, a lot of journalists are coming out saying, a foreign journalist now, I have to say, coming out and saying, oh, Thiago will be at Liverpool um, next season. Where are you on this now? I think he's at Liverpool. I think there'll be an announcement tomorrow um, of a deal or of a, and a bid being going in and being accepted or something. I think there is too much smoke. I don't think he's going to sign a new contract at Bayern. I think he's he's already said he's not going to renew. He wants a new challenge. Bayern have come out and said they know he's not going to renew. They're doing all they can to convince Alaba to sign a new contract without even mentioning Thiago. Mm. I think I think it's a done deal, personally. I see Arsenal have entered the race for him, which is a slight worry. <laughs> said no one ever. Why would he go to Arsenal? Um, but... I just think the lack of proper links to Thiago makes me feel that this is just people are inquiring and they're being told, look, don't bother. Uh, a, a, dec- a, de- a declaration of silence between Bayern Munich yeah. and Liverpool? like Something like that. Could be, mm. you know, could be along those lines. It's like, look, he's for sale. Yeah, he's gone, but he's he's got a deal set up with Liverpool. So, you know, you're wasting your time. All the links that they're so tenuous for a player of his quality. And make no mistake, Thiago is in the top three midfield players in the world, right? And to have him, I was only thinking about this, watching him tonight. He's like Jabby Alonso in the way he plays, but a bit more attacking sort of onus. And to have him dropped into our team, we had Jabby as a young 22-year-old or whatever when he signed for us, and he grew with us. Thiago's the ready-made Jabby, and it's like dropping Jabby into Bayern when he went there. You'll get two, three years solid out of him, and he'll dictate the play. We'll move the ball quicker up to the attack. Gives us a new dimension. People say they don't know where he fits in. He fits in. Don't worry about that. I just think the silence here is... The the silence is deafening for me. The lack of other interest is, is telling. And maybe I'll be wrong, and I'll have egg on my face, and we will start with... Um, Oxley Chamberlain, Naby Kate, then we'll all be screaming, pulling our hair out. Genie goes and Thiago doesn't come in. But look, that's the nature of the beast, isn't it? I just think that all the signs are that Thiago's signing for us. Mm. Oh, I'll never, I'd never knock anyone on this show for coming on and giving their beliefs. Um, and you can be right or wrong. It's the people that scare around yeah. it for me is, um, is the issue. Uh, Paul Hardwick says it's not happening. Move on. Paul, I'd love you to, um, I'd love you to elaborate on that. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, having a go with you there I'd love you to elaborate for the reasons why you think it won't happen because um, they are as valid as reasons why you think it will um, in my opinion that's we've all been there we've all been frightened to say it's happening I've been there I was there yesterday and now I'm back around to say it will happen (laughs) Maverick says Tiago is a great A flair don't believe anything until after the next three days Uh, good shout as well Chris um, you know people are saying the lack of links I suppose as Keith says is is a very, a very valid point. Where do you stand on this? Because Bayern have thrown little bits and pieces out, um, but they've gone a bit quiet on it. Um, Liverpool, I read the journalist and I apologize that the name has gone, has gone beyond me. I can't, I can't get it back into my head. But a journalist said yesterday that he's asked for the fourth time about Thiago Alcantara to Liverpool. He's asked Liverpool on four occasions, the most recent being, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and he was told that this transfer is um, built on fantasy. That was the Paul line Gorse, that came out of Liverpool. It, it might have been Paul, Paul Gorse, Gorse, but I don't... It was him. Okay, I didn't want to say... I didn't want to say a name and, and 
and get myself into trouble or accuse somebody of saying something that they didn't. But he said that the word that has come back is that that is a transfer built on fantasy. What do you make of that? That's the only thing that's making me flip-flop because as most of the other journalists have given themselves uh, what I call a get-out clause. What was the local patch are always saying like it's not an active transfer. That doesn't mean it's not a transfer, it's just not active. You ring tomorrow, it's active. And all the foreigners say, well, it's all agreed as long as Liverpool pay this fee. So mm-hmm. if it doesn't happen, they go, well, Liverpool didn't pay the fee. Uh, the Arsenal one, which is a bit, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense to link because it's like, oh, he'd, he'd happily turn down the league champions to go and play Europa League football. Don't get that. But the key thing that I read in the article was Arsenal won't pay the asking price of 23 million. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact, if you're in a bidding war, but you won't pay the asking fee. You're not in a bit. You know, in a bidding war. But the fact is, where's 23 million come from? Because all we've heard for two months is 30 million euros. So it's about 27 million. So this is now the third time the price has gone down. So I mean, it just feels maybe it's just last minute clickbaited before it happens. So my gut feeling is I still think it happens, and I still think we have Genie next year as well. They're the two I think. They're the two I think happen. My bigger concern is probably not if we get Thiago. Is um, what happens after that? Because I've got a horrible feeling we're going to get a Thiago. Well, that's not a horrible thing, but get an attacker in and leave ourselves light at the back. Um, uh, we have got the most fragile. We've got the most fragile <coughs> centre backs I've ever seen, apart from Van Dijk. I think a centre back is being looked at. I genuinely do, and I think the situation so. around the cer- the situation around a certain centre back, I think, is a bit up in the air at the moment. I think Liverpool are watching it closely. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, Lee McKenna says Hansi Flick has said Thiago was leaving. Um, Fair enough, fair enough. Thiago um, staying, that says. Oh, no, 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 I think he said. said the comment it's said staying. Oh, did he? No, I thought I read one up there saying he's, he said he's leaving. Um, anyway. No, he, um, said, he, he said he doesn't. He said he was asked if he's if that was his last game. And the Bayern manager said jokingly, he told me he's staying. And then he laughed at his own joke and he said, no, I don't know. And neither does okay. Thiago at the moment. Okay, LFC transfer watch says it's going to happen. Let's get uh, let's get the treble next season and show the world who the best team in the world is. Uh, PS, give Bruce a playing time and he will be phenomenal. Um, that's just touching on on the the Brewster stuff from a little bit earlier on. Um, Dylan O'Rourke did say, look, Dylan O'Rourke feels that Liverpool have a couple of deals lined up and ready to go, but they're not going to show the hand too early because, of course, it doesn't make great business sense to be. Um, telling people what deals you're going to do when you're trying to get rid of a few at the same time. Um, Grizz, Thiago Alcantara, you have been, um, you've been nailed, you've nailed your colours to this mast for a long time. And it's, for me, I've never, I've never seen you, I suppose, as adamant on a player in a long time. But, uh, you, and I'll probably make fucking a fool of myself here by asking this and you've changed your mind, but I don't think you have. <laughs> but, uh, Thiago Alcantara, Chris, um, yay or nay for you? Yeah, it's a simple yay, um, for me. Um, you know, but until he signs on the dotted line, we know what the situation's like. He definitely wants to leave Bayern. The, the Bayern manager today coming out with, look, he's unsure. Look, as Keith says, that's the emotion side of things. When he sits down and he, and he, and, you know, realizes the reasons why he didn't sign the contract in the first place, the contract extension at Bayern in the place, he'll probably calm down and realize, look, he still wants to make the move um, away from Bayern. And he 100% wants Liverpool. We 100% want him. I think it's time to stop. all. It's, it's getting quite 
boring and you know repetitive now, isn't it? We just want it sorted one way or the other, and I think um, it will be sorted in our favour, hopefully. Okay. Um, I think if it's going to be sorted in their favour, I think it'll be something that happens quite quickly. If it drags on, for sure, the, you, sure. you could yeah. get you could get both clubs. You could get other clubs involved then. Yeah, yeah, both you know, clubs but, won't want to get dragged out. They they love him too much. They respect his wishes too much. Bayern are a, a classy club when it comes to things like this. And Thiago won't want to mess about. He's, you know, as I've told you guys before, he's he's cancelled his holidays to make sure this is resolved before he gets a little break. So um, I think something 100% will move this week. There's a, there's a message on screen there, and I'm going to get Keith to pronounce this person's name. Uh, it's Mussolini that says it. But he says, when we're playing Salzburg, keep an eye on that. Keith, what's his name? Dominic Shabaloy. There you go. Uh, no idea how it's pronounced, but that is a great young talent. Somebody else asked, um, who was the centre-back you're referring to? Ben White is the centre-half I'm referring to. Because I have convinced myself um, in no... No galaxy that we live in, the Liverpool can sign Ben White, Thiago, and a striker and come out with about 40 million net spend over the summer. Um, it's just impossible um, not to achieve that. So Ben White is the player I'm thinking of. I think the fact that he has, is a, it's not, he's two years left in his contract, has he? Or one? Yeah. Um, two he's years, two years left. He's not extending. He's not extending. So his value is dropping um, on Brighton's behalf um, yeah. as this goes on. It could be rising depending on, on his appearances. I think Leeds have offered and Brighton have rejected. I think Liverpool are keeping a very, very close eye on that. I'm being, and I mean, I could be way off the mark, but I think he just fits everything that Liverpool will be looking for in a player. And if they feel he's worth 25 to 30 million pounds, I think in the long run over... He could play with you for 10 years. Um, he's, he's absolutely worth it. A bit like Van Dijk signing for Liverpool at 26. And you're looking going, you get seven or eight years out of him at 75 million. And you're absolutely, um, you're absolutely flying. Kevin Sullivan says that Lewis Dunk has signed a five year deal at Brighton. There you go. And um, this was the Lewis Dunk that was odds on to sign for Chelsea last week. And Brighton were going to build their defense around Ben White. That may change because of that. Um, Paul Hardwick says we're skint. Um, that's probably one of the reasons why he feels Thiago doesn't, um, doesn't happen. Oh, why not? Uh, um, I don't know how skint we are. I, yeah. I get, listen. I think we're getting a skint. Uh, I, I think we're being very, very guarded in what we're doing. And as I said before, the 6th of October um, will be the last day that we will get to judge Liverpool on A, what they've done in the transfer window and B, it probably gives you a clearer indication of exactly what way the money is going around at the moment. Um, so, listen, I think that's about it. I think we've done... How many likes did we get? We are on 306 likes. Ah. Out of 611 watching, so it's nearly half. If we get another ah, like, then... Lads, if everyone just liked there, now we'd be laughing. Smash that um, likey. But, uh, look, we've done all right. We've done okay. Over yeah. 300, but our 400 is definitely our target um, for the next We'll one. get there. We'll get there. <clears throat> we'll be back on Tiago's unveiling on Tuesday. We'll get there. <laughs> um, but <laughs> we listen. We'll be um, we'll be back on Tuesday night with the transfer agenda show. I'm not too sure of the lineup of that. I always make sure of that tomorrow. But um, we will be back at 10 p.m. with your transfer agenda show. That of course will have all your Liverpool related transfer news, all your Premier League tra- related transfer news, which there seems to be a lot building at the moment. And of course, if we, anything across Europe catches our eye, we absolutely go for that as well. Grizz, is there anything else you'd like to say before we go? No. Anything you want to bring up? Anything on your mind? No. No? You're happy? Yeah, I'm very Good. happy. 
Keith, are you happy with the situation as it stands or is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we leave? Yeah, no, it's fluid. The situation is fluid as always. But no, I think the, the key is the next day or two. And I think if we don't have an announcement on Thiago in the next day or two, or there's not an announcement that he signed a new contract with Bayern, I think we won't be getting him. I think the next few days, the Champions League is over, the dust settles. I think there's movement or else we'll forget about it. We can rip off the Thiago posters off our wall if it doesn't happen by the charity shield, I reckon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> ripping posters off walls. Uh, Chris, is there anything else you want to bring up before we go? No, mate. No, I'm good. Okay, good stuff. Uh, Avo has asked about the 3,000 subscribers giveaway. The weather's looking better, Avo. Um, yeah. We've checked the weather apps. The weather looks good. I have, I draw the line of standing in a field in the pistons of rain, hitting golf balls into a bucket um, for for the, the competition. But once it clears up and I get, I'll only need an hour in the evening. I'm that confident. Um, <laughs> I've measured out the 50 yards on the field across the road. I've picked the wheelie bin of choice. I've picked the club of choice and I am playing with Titleist Pro V once the best golf ball in the world. There so um, we have the perfect mix there. Um, I'm going to try find someone that will just stand in the field with me with their phone and record this. And then if it goes on too long, I'm going to have to find someone that will edit that video down. Um, we, we have, we have picked, we picked, um, we picked five finalists. We're not telling you who are but we are we're only going to reveal that on the video along with and of course that will reveal the winner then just a little bit of tension and um, for everybody but as soon as i get an hour and um, one evening this week and um, that will be done that has been the fatback for podcast i don't want to jinx us gav before we mm. go yeah. we've gone from three thumbs downs to one so oh, someone two people have taken someone around <laughs> two of them have we've we taken that three, back they've taken them back now i could be reminding them and they might smash them thumbs down again but it's a positive sign They've taken two back. Okay. Um, Dylan O'Rourke asks, what club are you hitting? It will be a Titleist Volky SM7, um, possibly a 60-degree wedge, possibly a 54, if I want to hit it a bit harder and flatter. But Dylan, we'll discuss it off air. Um, a lot of people won't understand that. Um, but let me see. Um, yeah, uh, let me see. Uh, people are talking about Harry Maguire. I don't want to get into it. Is he still in jail? Uh, he's tunneling out. He's he got a spoon in the canteen and he, <laughs> okay. he's tunneling out. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, brilliant. Um, is he still in Greece? Yeah. He's still locked no. up. No, he's no. Home. I, think, I, I think he's. I think he's been sent home. Uh, I think Man United. I think the last I read, Man United's lawyers are dealing with it. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so he's back. He's back uh, in the UK. All right. Cool. Um, I don't know what happened there. I don't really care, but it was amusing all the same. Um, yeah, that's it. That's been the Fatback Four podcast. Uh, Grace, thanks a million for joining us. You're an absolute star. Just not paying attention to me now, Grace. It's frozen. <laughs> Look, doesn't care. Just in the cricket highlights. No, I can hear you now. Sorry, he's cracking up. Sorry, that's why right. I didn't want to Another say tunnel. too much earlier because you know, you know, my Wi-Fi has been giving me issues. So. Yeah. Mm. I can hear you but- now. Okay, well, thanks a million for joining us, Chris. I'll say no problem, pleasure, Gav. Always pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Good stuff, good stuff. You are my man, Uh, Chris. Thanks a million. It's been a pleasure, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on, mate. Great. Good stuff. And Keith, um, I'll talk to you in about 10 minutes because we've loads of stuff to sort out for yeah. the rest of the week. Pleasure as um, always. That's how it works. But that has been the Fatback 4 podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you hit the like button. To the three people that are the two people that took their own likes and took, took the ball and went home, um, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we we'll talk to you soon. Over and out.
Let's do this fast. Your cousin. From Boston. Sam Adams Summer Ale is brewed with a hint of citrus. Perfect for a hot summer day. Like this one. End of commercial. It's peak tanning hours, dude. I'm out. Sam Adams Summer Ale. The Boston Beer Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Drink responsibly. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.